It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 130. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, duty commenced episode 23 is July 13th. A new Q&A from Yoshida from Korea. FanFest 2018 Las Vegas tickets are here and gone. A reminder about the upcoming live letter, developer's blog and tracker. A follow-up on the Moogle post. And we have fan mail, tweets... People actually listen to us. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey there, Ruby. What's up, Yelta? What is up? How was your week? Uh, good. Infinitely better because I actually played Final Fantasy XIV this past week. So <laughs> life is much better for me. Things are things are greatly better. My little boy is good. Uh, oh. My NES is good. My Doctor <laughs> Who watching has been good. But I actually did play yeah. some Final Fantasy XIV. So I got my happy ass into heaven on high it was fun it was good i i did regret logging out in that area because i logged into just a swarm of people surrounding the npc uh but i really enjoyed my heaven on high experience but uh i only did one through 30 and it felt like three completely different experiences when i did it and i know palace of the dead deep dungeon heaven on high they all can be different experiences unless you're in like a fixed party and you know your group. When you go in as just the match party, you're kind of getting what you get. Randoms is randoms. Random is random. I mean, that's what we like, right? The random <laughs> randomization of Heaven on High. So uh, my first group, my 1 through 10 group, uh, was good. It felt pretty average. Uh, it was, hey, let's get all the silver coffers and kill enough stuff so we can get our level. And I guess it felt like that original Deep Dungeon experience because Deep Dungeon, at least the one through maybe the 30 mark or something, you're getting levels so there's some like point of killing the enemies. And uh, that's what 1 through 10 felt like in this. So we were killing enemies enough, a couple of extra, you know, just to get that little boost in experience and then we'd move on to the next room. Digging the silver coffers. I'm digging like jumping into these rooms and they're surrounded with like three or four coffers. It's like, mm. whoa, awesome. So I really like the experience in general. I think Heaven on High is pretty good. It's built well, at least what I've experienced so far. I'm not burnt out on it yet. Uh, so 1 through 10 was fine. Uh, 11 through 20, I had a group that they must have all been new like me. I think actually... Three of us were, it was our first time in it. And this was a group, nobody used Palmanders. People seemed scared to use the Palmanders. So I used the ones I knew. Um, I think everybody inherently knows to use those big primal ones near the end. So um, people are doing that, and that's that's fine. But I felt like it was like pulling teeth to use the Palmanders in the second one. Like people were picking up the chests that were the DPS increase or the, the, the Palmander of Steel and nobody was popping them. They were just leaving. It's just like, pop them, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Use them and pick up the next one. So, uh, and that went well. We were fine. We killed the boss pretty quick. And that was that. Was that. No wipes or anything on any of these. So I, I never had a negative experience. But my 21 through 30, although I didn't have a negative experience per se, this one felt like everybody was in a rush to get the fuck through it. Yeah. So when I got in, there was a dragoon that 
was like, let's pull everything in every room. I have no regard for my positioning in anything. I'm running through traps. I really don't care. I guess it was good that we had two DPS, a tank, and a healer in that one. I don't know how we lucked out in that regard. But this guy was just running through the center of rooms. No regard for anything. Uh, So I I think he reined it in on the last three rooms. But it's once you're level 70, what's the point of killing these enemies other than to get to a chest if one aggros you or to unlock, you know, the circle to get to the next tier? Right. So this guy was just kind of – he was killing me and this was my first time. The other two weren't having it. They were – they the argument started somewhere around like the the fifth level, like the 25, 26 mark. And then I think – and I don't see what the point – somebody tell me what was wrong with this, but – the guy used the Palmander uh, for Garuda when there was a Ifrit coffer on the ground and we were already stacked up on three Primal oh, yeah. Palmanders. Might as well use it, yeah. Well, that's what I think. But then as soon as he used it, the other two were like wasted. I mean, I guess wasted because he only used it where there were two enemies in a room and we had already cleared most of it. But there was another chest on the ground to pick up. So I asked, I said, I pretended I was completely ignorant, mm-hmm. and I was like, first time, is Ifrit weaker than Garuda? And one of them said, don't know, but you should use Titan on the rooms that have no walls. And that was the response. So it didn't answer the question at all. Uh. Then we got to a room with no walls, and they used the Titan one, which was fine. And um, then we got to the boss, so we killed it. And then when th- once my cutscene ended, everybody was gone. So <laughs> they were like, see ya. Uh, but it was fine. I think overall I got like five hordes, whatever they call the accursed horde. Um, I got a triple triad card out of it. So that nice. was nice. And uh, everything else was fireworks. Oh, I might have got my one materia. I, I might have got like a uh, a determination materia or something. So anyway, that's my experience. I'll do it again. I know we've talked about it on our personal free company Discord that we're trying to like maybe try to go to 100 but i think i'm like at 15 strength or something yeah so i need to i need to work on that a couple more times but it's random and fun and i don't really care about the pomanders i don't have to drive when i do it i can sit back and other people can pop them i'll just pop the strength and the steel or whatever and uh i don't give a fuck about the pomanders people want to control that shit People think they're so cool, I guess, popping them, or they want to lead the group and, and control all the pop. I don't really care. Just, just Unless pop you're the right doing ones. something hard, it doesn't even fucking matter, right? Yeah. There's always somebody who wants to do the Accursed Horde one and do all the trap ones and all that stuff. And if it makes sense, I don't care. I'm not here to... Uh, you know, try to progress to the hundredth floor. I'm just trying to. At this point now, I'd be doing it just to build up the strength, and then I'll go with a fixed party, which I think you have to anyway, to go to the hundredth floor, and that'll be with people I actually care about. So I, at this point, I'm not worried about it. I did like the cutscene at the end. I don't want to be very spoilery, but uh, when you talk to the tree. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Um, the uh, they name drop a couple of names. And uh, they are clearly Final Fantasy three names that are mm-hmm. name dropped at the end of that. So pretty neat. I thought that was cool. Um, anyway, uh, other shit was just the random stuff or the normal stuff. I mean, like um, Mog Station. Not Mog Station. I did do that, but that's a little bit later <laughs> on the road here. Uh, 
I did um, triple triad, and I got – you're not going to believe this, Yelta. I got La my Habrea? two platinum packs. <laughs> Don't spoil it, you bitch. Don't spoil it. I got two loaves of Lala bread. Mm. Uh, yeah, I got Laha Brea twice from that oh, crap. Oh, twice even. Oh, good. Yoshida, please. Uh, I know you're getting shit right now for FanFest tickets, but I, if I can slip you a message for the umpteenth time, Yoshida, update these card packs. This is ridiculous. Uh, anyway, um, speaking of Mog Station, I got my Stormblood and Primal CDs. Uh, so I got my uh, uh, Sukiyomi Minion from my Stormblood mm, okay. uh, OST. So I popped that sucker into the Mog Station. And I got it ripped and put on my PC and the Primal CD ripped so I can put it in the car and listen to that stuff on the mm-hmm. way to work in the morning on the way back. And that can replace my uh, Bloodstained Circle of the Moon OST that I've been jamming to work every morning. I get to work and I want to just kill vampires and demons and I need to, <laughs> I need to swap that up for killing uh. Garleans and Asians. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice. Uh, but... Of course, the big thing, and I can save the experience, I guess, for when we actually talk about FanFest. For once, Yelta, oh my gosh, we are relevant on the news. It's not a week later. Today <laughs> is today is Tuesday. The tickets dropped for FanFest today at noon PST. I took a half day from work. I was home in time for the tickets to sell. Thank you, 12, because... This shit went fast, like it does every year, and I knew it. And we will talk about the craziness. If you have tuned in to hear about the FanFest craziness, you are in luck, because we are going to talk about all that shit tonight. Uh, But I did get my tickets, as did you. I know you did. Yep, I got mine too. I I had the day off and sat here, and at 1.59 and... 57 seconds I hit refresh for the last time and got in the queue. And then, then of course, the stress began, the anxiety. Mm-hmm. I had the hand jitters. It, it went all the way up to my shoulders. It was like doing the worst NES platforming Mega Man 3 <laughs> shit, you know? Like you're just you're on your last life and you're jumping across the fiery pit and some dragon is blowing fire at you it, it felt like that and it does every year that i do this that this is the third time this is probably my last fucking time to do this because it shoots mm. my nerves off so much we'll see come fan fest four but for now i'm like i'm swearing this stuff off man i'm not doing this again uh but uh we got it so if you were worried listener that your favorite podcasters won't be at fan fest we hope they got their tickets too yeah exactly (laughs) you're with me on that one but if you're worried about gather together we will be there so you can hang out with us and i want to say i've seen the tweets from people who did get their tickets please come up to us and talk to us please 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 come up and talk to me and yelta if you see us at fan fest i don't bite yelta does but i don't bite and, only a little. And Yelta bites lovingly. She just kind of noms a bit. <laughs> you know, it's a turn on. Uh, but please come talk to us if you see us at FanFest. So we'll give you guys more information as it goes. But that is my week. I'm going to kick it to you, Yelta. Tell us what you did. 
I uh, I got my Dark Knight to seventy and did the quests and uh, Dark Knight quests still stronger than some of the other boring quests I've done in the last two weeks. But mm. uh, yeah, seventy quests was all right. I uh, still don't know how to Dark Knight, but um, I probably could learn it now. <laughs> no, I I did primarily running dungeons. And uh, with tank cues, you, you can just run. I would just click. I would do like my roulettes, and then, and then uh, once my roulettes were done, all the ones I wanted to do, I uh, just clicked whatever the highest Stormblood dungeon I can get into is, and you know, farmed that for a while. So you, you get to know the the run and what how much to pull, and I, I you know. That kind of thing. There's there's a little bit of it's it's kind of monotonous, but at the same time, kind of soothing. Running and doing the same pack over and over. And I know I know that's the kind of shit I complain about, but uh, as far as leveling a new job, that isn't always so bad. Hmm. And then uh, you know, and then I was always proud of myself when I can remember what I can stun and because so, these are not my primary jobs. I like to heal, and I like to cast, and that's about it. So. Uh, it's it's different playing a, D, uh, a tank or or a lot of the DPS. And I've got my last tank is my Warriors 65. And uh, that's okay. I, I took that into the deep dungeon. Um, I, know, I know I could get tank cues, but even right now, tank cues, when I queue up for, like, the highest dungeon you can get into at 65, the queue just doesn't pop still. And it, I mean, it probably eventually will, but... So I decided to go into Deep Dungeon where it pops instantly, mm-hmm. and I'm still, you know, I still need stuff out of there. So I, I I had some really interesting parties, some bad parties, and parties where I'm like, I'm just going to close the game because it might just be me. Oh wow! But uh, well, <laughs> sometimes you just run too much. But uh, I I got several two tank two dam two melee damage dealer parties, like back to back, and you get like pox. I can like. If you don't have the uh, the pomander for it, I do have HP recovery things. I do have, you know, potions, but it is hard to stay up <laughs> with no healer. So I, I I I had some that party. The last one I had that was it was like t- a two dark knights, a samurai, and a ninja. I think, and we fight. We did make it from twenty one to through thirty, but. My God, it was hard. It was, it was like, I, I, I'm like, I can't touch any, any enemies right now because I have a hundred hit points left and I used my cooldowns that recover HP and my potions almost off a cooldown. Whew. Yeah. People were using their, uh, their feathers on me to raise me. Phoenix downs. There's like a, uh, a regen potion for this stuff I noticed, but I, I saw that you I can buy them it, with though. the pot shards, but mm-hmm. I don't know that you can like buy it outright with gill or anything. Well, and what's funny is none of the sacks have it. Do you remember they gave you a potion in Eureka and then no one was buying them, I guess. Right. And then they decided to put the potions in the coffers. Mm-hmm. So when you, ch- you know, I wish they would give me a few less, uh, fireworks and go ahead and just give me some of those potions. Yeah, you tweeted out about all the fireworks that you were getting mm-hmm. and it's almost like, come on Square Enix, don't you know? But I guess they have to let this go for at least a week to let us yeah. bitch about the fireworks until they start making it or st- start changing yeah. it. Because they, they let us go with Eureka, what, a couple of weeks and then they 
Yeah. Uh, they changed all that. So hopefully changes are in the works. Obviously, yeah, this I'll- is the kind of content that they, they can change pretty it quick. It seems pretty easy for them to change this kind of thing. But uh, we could we could have a few less fireworks. I don't know. The, the pool of unique items that come out of this is pretty small. Um, I'm actually a little bit surprised. Uh, it does have a lot of, like, minions that are on the rarer side that come out of some of the other stuff. So that was good. But uh, I haven't seen the minion and I haven't seen the hairstyle personally myself. So, which is what I want, of course. I want levels um, and I want hair and I want the, the new minion. And then, of course, the pot shards are a token system, so I know I can just farm those. Yeah. So, and eventually I'll want to push to a higher floors and stuff. I'd like to do 100 because uh, I, you know, there's... I never got to 200 from uh, Palace of the Dead. I keep spending my things, though, because I, uh, or my, I, I, I wanted, I wanted to buy a weapon just to have one. And then I looked at the stats and I'm like, well, my weapon's actually pretty good. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I didn't buy anything, but I keep spending them. I have to get it charged. We'll have to pick a day when we actually want to do it or two days or something. Because as Beldandy put in our Discord, we've learned our lesson about how exhausting doing it for five or nine or whatever hours it's going to take. You know, it's, you got to take a break, but you get, otherwise you lose focus. So I did, I did do some deep dungeon. I also crafted the two, um, wind up minions that you have to have from the, the two different cloths. So they're, uh, oh, they're him and her from the Asm step. And they fight oh. and you summon both of them. They fight okay, or they... Fu- no, they, they, oh, they fight. No, they fight. He does... I, I, I tweeted out a picture. He does the warrior where you spin around and then bring the axe down. And she's doing, I think, black mage casting motions when they're at each other. Hmm. They just... I found somebody standing... It's that AFK. sexual tension, baby. Oh, yeah. They just need to do it. They just need to... They just need the bang horns and do it. <laughs> but, uh... No, I was I was pretty proud of myself because I got myself. I'm not super geared out, but I'm geared out enough. I can make some of the stuff that has some of those uh, requirements now. So, I, but now I'm now I'm kind of taking a break. I will go back and get. The, I would like to get them all geared up. My crafters geared up to the point where I can make pretty much anything again. But uh, it sounds like that's kind of a road of. And I could. I know I could go to the market board and just buy it. But for me, f- some of the fun is the process. Yeah. So. Have your name so on the I'll, gear. Yeah. <laughs> well, just knowing I can do it. I can push the buttons good myself, you know, or copy the macros, whatever. I, I also got my FanFest tickets like you, like you said. I, I did, you know, you know, and, and the anxiety was real, man. I, like, brought it up in a browser, got the little circling arrows of pain. I don't know cursed arrows and then i just put my twitch overlay on top of it where i could still see the arrows and tried to watch doctor who that's how i dealt with it <laughs> i brought it up in a second bra- i brought it up in the edge browser too just to see if i would get if, if either one would get through but uh good old chrome br- browser brought me through i bought my two t- two tickets and then i just like stared at it in disbelief after i hit the com- confirmation button going I didn't have any error screens. I did. I really get two tickets, and you know, let me go find my confirmation message and that kind of things. So. Much better experience than you had the last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last time. I, well, the last two times, because remember the first time, I didn't get my tickets. Mm-hmm. I didn't get them at all. 
They're like, we're sold out. Yalta had no tickets. I was pretty much inconsolable. And then they were like, oh, wait, actually, there are tickets left. We'll put them up on another day. And then I got them just fine that day. But, uh, and then what, two years ago, you had to buy tickets. I, <laughs> I'm like, here's a photocop. Here's a, here's a photo of my credit card. Buy my tickets. Still it, have it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Still buying shit with that credit card. Still buying thanks. shit with that credit card. Yeah, I don't know, and I, 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 I feel a deep sadness in my heart for people who, we've got. We'll talk about it down, and when we talk about this, but there are people who, we know and love, and would have been super excited to see at FanFest, and they didn't get their tickets, and I, I'm happy for me, but I am just crushed for them. So, all right, you can shoot the shit with us. Come to the website www.gtffxiv.com. First round is news. Uh, join us for Duty Commenced, episode 23 on July 13th. That's this Friday, is Yeah. It? Yeah. So uh, I have to watch this again because I, I like... I, th- th- they're, they're a lot fun to watch, I think. Mm-hmm. So they're going to discuss patch 4.35 details, tackle some in-game content with the viewers, and showcase community commendations and host giveaways. That's Friday... Oh, guys, it's Friday the 13th. I put it together. Uh-oh. Scary. Scary. This is at 3 p.m. PDT, so that's 5 my time. I can either sneak out of work a little later or watch it on my phone, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on the Twitch channel, the giveaways. They're doing a Namazu plushie. Or one of these Chloe figures. The Chloe figure is adorable. Oh, I want I want that plushie so bad, though. I want both of them. He's enormous. Have you seen him in Twitter pictures with other people? He's pretty big. I want to sit him next to my son and see who's bigger at this point. I think my son might be a hair bigger, but it would be it would be so adorable to see them next to each other. Square Enix, make this happen for me. Shannon, sneak my name in there. The Chloe, the Chloe figure is adorable. I, I like want that. I think I told you that the, the, the big old hutch, my mom gave me has this top two glass shelves in it and glass windows and it's got a light and it's full of Final Fantasy shit. Oh, that's, that's what awesome. my mom had like dolls and like trinkets from other countries and stuff that you know my great grandparents. I have it full of Final Fantasy fourteen things. <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen stuff from the old country. From the old, from the old country, <laughs> Charlayan, old Charlayan, <laughs> old Charlayan. Yes, yes. Oh, and so I am also interested in seeing the community commendations. I uh, that's that whole thing is neat. You know, they they do have on how to do submissions. They're gathering them on the official forum and on Twitter. There's a link to it, which is taking forever to load, but. uh yeah, you can uh, submit any type of art, illustrations, hand-run or digital, photos of physical creations, video content, phys- a musical piece. So it, it's it's really cool to me to see all the different content people do create for this game using their talents. All right, the latest Q&A and some information from the 32nd producer of Live Letter in Korea. <clears throat> Let's see. I didn't catch this. This this, this is new. Got, Brand this is new. new. I was I was busy, but uh, somebody did a translation. Let's see. Saya, this I'm we're getting this off of Reddit, by the way. Saya Amiyama, Amiya, 
uh, Chocobo has posted this and done some translating. And uh, I, I think we'll go through it. So the first question is, we'd like to change Demi Bahamut's size in PvP areas as well. They answered they deliberately didn't do that. The reason is doing so will create a visibility gap between those who know the method and those who don't. Okay. Okay, then your method is flawed and you need to explain it to your players. A, what do they call a visibility gap? Is that like yeah. a skill is that a skill gap? Those that can do the slash people, people resize? who have heard of the I don't know. Maybe you should it put really that in just, the menu then somewhere if that's the... It should be a checkbox somewhere then if it's too hard to aye, aye, type aye. slash. Because I did. I made it so Demi Bahamut's are all small for me. Because for me, they take up a lot of the screen. I can't see stuff. It was being a problem. You know, and I, I, I see why they did that for PvP, but it almost puts then, you know, people who have a summoner on their team at a disadvantage, I would think. I don't know. So... Yeah, they should maybe fix that. All right. Tanks require crafted equipments much more than other roles. Please increase the value of raid equipment. And I know what they're talking about. Tanks are the only ones, right, who, like, want different accessories and stuff. Right. Is that kind of what it is? It's especially the accessories. Yeah. The answer is, in terms of development standpoint, I don't think the tanks should be able to output DPS much higher than necessary. But I do, however, think and understand that players want to output more DPS. I understand this is a problem right now, but if we were to immediately address it, it would end up as if the solution being a forced one rather than ideal. We're always tackling this issue here, so it'll take some time before we can address it. And then there is a translation note here. To prevent misunderstanding, it'd be more accurate to say Yoshi P thinks tanks should not have been outputting firepower already higher than what's required in any raid situations, possibly or most likely because he thinks it will blur the definition of what a tank is. He is, however, fine with players wanting to do more DPS. The problem he acknowledged here isn't regarding on tanks doing more DPS, but more of the problem on the value of raid equipment. However, if any Japanese speakers out there would like to pinpoint the mistakes, that yeah. So if, if, if you can... If you Japanese... <laughs> if you can... Read this. Maybe you could uh, up, update it. Send a note saying what you think. I feel like but, it's the same old because uh, I mean they well, we had didn't the they issue. Did they fix it in Heaven's Word? Yeah, we had the issue Wasn't at the beginning of three point and then they fixed mm-hmm. it by I guess forcing a change uh, with. Um, what was the deal at the time? It wasn't called Tenacity then. It was uh, whatever the other substat was that they got rid of, and they, they changed it around. But regardless, they forced the change on us, uh, and they made it where that Vitality was the main strength modifier mm-hmm. or the main damage output modifier for tanks. And then they they went back to their wicked ways again. Yeah. And, uh, and made it back to being strength, and so it caused this gap again. I mean, I guess for a tank, it does allow... I guess some tanks could see it as a freedom in, like, which accessory. But, like, when I watch Cinna tanks primarily, and when I watch her mm-hmm. do stuff, it's another added, uh, like, she has to also take into effect these crafted accessories when she's trying yeah. to build her end game gear. So it's not the eye level isn't really what's driving her where it would for a DPS, but the substats. And I, I know people will have, will have arguments. I've seen the posts that say substats don't matter don't matter to much 
I've seen people say no, depending on the job you are. You know, uh, crit is super important on these certain jobs, so you should be focused on substats. I guess that ambiguity is good in some ways because it allows for players to have different styles because at the end of the day, I think a lot of people say, well, this game is fucking easy anyway, so it doesn't really matter as long as you can stand outside of orange bullshit and not do Mm -hmm. something stupid. Um, But uh, it does cause tanks to have to look at crafted accessories as part of the equation where some other jobs really don't they're just looking at what materia Mm -hmm. they want to put into it so i feel like something should be done but i don't know how they're going to address it unless they do force a change it's a hard one because you want tanks to also you know all three roles doing damage is part of their role and people who won't cast as a healer can just fuck off but um you know, if if you're really trying to challenge hard content and you no one needs healing or that you don't need any more hate as a tank, basically the only reason, you know, I need I need to get hate, but then hate's also a modifier or damage is a modifier for you know involved in getting more hate and that kind of thing. But I don't know I I, I don't know what the answer is, and I'm and it sounds like they don't either. But it seems unfair that. I will tell you how to gear up your character. Unless you're a tank, then the rules are different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then that makes it janky for eye levels. Because honestly, even I have a a healer body that's crafted. And I've done that thing now where you trade it in and get another high quality from that NPC or whatever. But before that, I even had like Tsukiyomi parties i couldn't join because my eye level was slightly lower because i had a max melded high quality crafted piece that put me like one point underneath this party's requirement now that probably wasn't the party for me anyway then but it's like but it it, the eye level is a tool and you know it could be if, if you're a tank well, then people are like, well, just put on the accessories. They give you the eye level and then swap them out when you get into the party. And it's like, well, that's not cool either. Yeah. So they they still have some work to do. I'm glad they responded again that they, they, they are still looking at it, I think. you know, It'll be a but 5.0 I, change, though. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, they're, yeah, they're not going to do it now because they're not going to go back either and redo any of the raid accessor, you know, whatever. They're not going to go back and probably change it at this point. They're, they're moved. They're working on stuff in the future now. And it's not really breaking the game, I guess. I don't know. All right. Please implement emotions or emote where we can lean against the wall. Like Estinian and other NPCs do in cutscenes. There's other NPCs who are just leaning against a wall. That's but like Ishgard. I know I saw. And the answer is, It'll be hard for the system to accurately detect whether the emote will be available to use when the character is near a wall or not. It's not to say it's impossible, but even if they did it, it won't be natural if you can lean against something when there isn't a bullshit. wall. I, I guess I could look... I gotta cry bullshit on this one because Grand Theft mm-hmm. Auto Five, you can do this. And it, yeah, it does look a little <laughs> goofy, but it's still like... See, I watch a streamer, and he's got the la-la-la-la-lean boys, and they would all lean against stuff, but what they would do is mm-hmm. lean against each other, and it looked funny as oh. fuck. But even so, it can be done. He clearly says it can be done. It just would look... Quit trying to make the... I don't think everything has to I look just, natural. I, 
I don't know. Well, and even if it looks a little goofy, if they if a leaning back emo, it doesn't necessarily have to be like I'm. I would fall over if I wasn't touching this wall. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be even the same. One, it kind of sucks because that means like the emote system must not properly identify, you know, vertical planes and detect them to see if I can do something or not. Oh, Lord Yelta. You, this game. What? Come on. This game. <laughs> oh, boy. So, I don't know. I think, they sh- I think they should just try it. Do it. I know. All right, the question, we would like to have the option of long hair implemented for male characters like Xenos's. And the answer is, we've been adding more and more hairstyles with each patch, and they did relay the request for players wanting long hairstyles. Xenos's hairstyle is something we won't implement due to the hairstyle belonging to an enemy character. Really? Okay, okay so an... we, can, we can't grow our hair out because he was bad. You need an enemy barber. Enemy, we, okay, so that so at 5.0, we're going to Garland. Garmeld, and we are going to go kidnap their barbers. That's what That's we're going to do. That's it. That's I, that. I calling it now. That is a fucking questline. A line. barber reborn. Here we go. A barber reborn. And then, uh, well, because like people wanted uh, Ice Heart's hair too. Mm-hmm. You know that's you know. But I'll sell you her and emote. I get it. <laughs> They'll sell us the emote. Yeah. But uh, you know, and long hair is a problem, probably with the clipping and whatnot. That's probably the real reason. I don't know. All right, question. Please revamp the current MogMail system. It'll be convenient if we can have a function where we can delete mails in a batch. The answer is we've been gradually moving forward on MogLetter system adjustments and changes. It's not an easy task to implement that function on a system level, but when there are mails that contain item attachments, especially if it's a valuable one, but we will perform gradual changes to ensure the feature is more convenient for players. I get it. The mog, but I'm I'm glad they are looking at it. Mm-hmm. But I think they're they don't want to like have you select five mails and then it will have to cycle through and check all five mails to make sure you didn't delete something because you're gonna fucking lose your mind if you delete something. True. So the mail system is slow as hell though. If you oh, ever start a new character and you get those mails that cross over and give you you know your optional items because you've made you know played so many days what have you mm-hmm. it's forever for the mail to populate then when you go into each one and you take the item out if you immediately click on the next mail it'll give you an error and then you got to get out and back in and then if you go to mm-hmm. delete it you got to go out and back in and then you got to wait for the next 10 or 20 to populate when you're finished with those it is a very slow system but i'm kind of okay with a slow system that doesn't have me go Whoops, there goes my Hermes sandals. Whoops, there goes mm-hmm. my Garlane gar- goggles or what ha- what have you. Yeah, cuz there's not really a good way to get stuff back. So, there's no, you know, there there is like there is stuff you've read section, but you know, if you delete it, it's gone. And you can only have what 20 things in your 20 things in your inbox to begin with. Right. And then there's like so. a cap overall of certain types of mail, so at times mm. Because you want to keep those cute messages that say mm-hmm. some riddle or rhyme that you got from a dev or a, whatever they are. They're adorable. But you can only keep so many of those or you won't get any more of those optional items. Yeah. yeah. They, they could definitely use an upgrade. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to say they've, they, they've been gradually moving forward on system adjustments. So I'm hopeful they've heard us again, which is half of what I consider the battle. So. 
All right, there are situations where the sound will not display when you're reattaching the sound device, blah, blah, blah. So, well, this is like when you unplug or replug in your headphones into a different or whatever. Are there plans to improve and fix this? Uh, the answer is the specification. The spe- this is weirdly worded. Is done to ensure we're delivering the highest quality audio possible. If we change that, the overall sound quality will go lower than what it's currently at. I don't know how that the makes. The question sense. refers to the bug where the fu- okay. So they've already they've always told us this is a Windows bug previously. I think mm-hmm. so. There's a note that says this question re- refers to the bug where Final Fantasy 14 attaches to primary sound devices and never updates if it changes, such as when you plug in headphones and modern sound cards. I guess if it changes uh, the the sound device, it lowers the quality <clears throat> d- while you still have the game up. I th- I think that's still yeah something. Like I think that. that's still gross. I don't understand because if I'm ever, for example, going to stream something and I want the primary sound device to be in my headset so I can listen to it differently than when it's coming out of my my default speakers, you have to completely get out of the game. Change the default and then go back into the game, or it doesn't take effect. There's mm-hmm. so many games that you just change it within the game, and that's it. Done deal. Uh, well, there have been times when my husband has has uh, unplugged the headphones because he wants it to come out the main speakers just to have me hear something, but it doesn't work. Nope. You know, and it's like okay. Well, and sometimes it's because he's like playing the game and he's watching a YouTube video, and he really wants me to hear the YouTube video. But he's done that now, and now he has to restart his game. I, I wish that even if you could just hit a button that says refresh my sound choice mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. I don't know. This next one's weird, Ruby. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's weird to me. Please change the current feature where deleting a friend from my list will still have my name appear on the deleted friend's name list. Wasn't the way it is now. If I deleted you, you fall off my list and I fall off your list, right? Mm-hmm. They're asking that if I delete you off my list, I still show up on your list. I I can, I'm like, but I, you know, friendships should be mutual. I don't really, but anyway, the answer is this is a delicate issue because the opponent will be shocked if we are to implement a deletion on both sides. We cannot guarantee this will not cause any problems here, which is why we have this current feature right now. I don't know. I've never, I've never deleted somebody that was still playing, I guess. This sounds like something some stalker would ask or something. I don't know. There's some weird. It's a weird question for me. I don't get it. Yeah. Now, your friend list isn't that big. As someone who friends a lot of people, <laughs> the friend list isn't that big. Uh, the question, have you already considered the ending to Final Fantasy XIV's entire storyline? Yep, we hit it with a meteor. Answer. What? The rough ending to the entire saga is already decided and outlined. However, we may add a change or tweak things depending on the player's feedback and responses throughout this journey. By the way, the ending will only conclude the story of Hydaelyn. I think there may be a new story coming after that Mm -hmm. It's called Final Fantasy XX. (laughs) Play our new MMO at that time. Play our new MMO. (laughs) That's interesting that they've already decided... I never really think of an MMO having an ending. Well, I guess it's kind of good because a story should have an ending. I mean, what are you going to do? And then what happens if the game tanked, right? Like, let's say all of a sudden the game completely tanked and nobody played anymore. Those that actually wanted to play would want to see something wrapped up. You know, story, TV shows and, and things have to have mm-hmm. to have something in mind because when the network pulls the plug, you kind of want to have a... 
a finale, even if you got to whip it up in three episodes or something like that, it's it's nice to know where you're going. Now, I don't think 14 is in that, that same bucket, but I I think it's nice to know that they're arcing the story toward that. You can do all kinds of filler, for, for God's sake. You can put all kinds of filler in between. So you can know the beginning and the end and then have us go from this island to this continent to this thing and this airship and this sea and this thing uh, until you, you know, get to where Menphilia eventually will be pet will be passed on and will become part of the we are the Asians. oh mind blown oh no all right all those pom-poms found in the moogle's heads part of their body or is it an accessory oh, God. is this the toad we- question like is toad's hat thing on his head really his, his head, hat or is it part of his head hat or might be accessory might be a part of their body only the moogles know all right sounds intimate Every Moogle I've ever seen has had some little bobber on. No, that's not true. Only in Heidelin. And sometimes they're different colors. They've already discussed that, right? With Heavensward. The Heavensward Moogles have a different bop, colored one on their head. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you've got mm-hmm. the ones that are kind of more like Final Fantasy VI that have similar colors. And then, I mean, I guess if you go through all of the Moogles in time... Mm-hmm. Okay, well, which ones don't? Is that like Final Fantasy three Moogles don't or something? It seems to me that there were some Moogles that didn't have the palm. Moogle pop images for Moogle palm that we're doing it, folks. We're doing it live. Of course, all the ones. Most of them are red. Some of them are. Is this every Moogle ever? Evolution of Moogles? I don't know. They all seem to have palms on their oh, head. Well, there's some Moogle has some Moogle has a crystal. Is that like 12 or something? Uh, 12s are gross. Oh, and here's one. The 12 giant moogle does not. It's fatter, though, so I don't. That's that's a weird drawing, though. Most of mm-hmm. them do. I think some are yellow, most are red. Then you got the different colored ones. And then it's mm-hmm. like, are you talking about just just numbered Final Fantasies or all these offshoots oh, of things? Yeah. So then you get into the weird shit. Yeah. To me, it was very jarring because my first Moogles, I think, had red palms. So when some had yellow ones, I'm like, oh, it's okay. All right. How do common NPCs recognize the written words used in Eorzean or authored slash Eastern region? Answer is like how English being the universal language in our real life, the same thing does exist in the world of 14 where they have their own common language as well. Eorzea's official language will be used when they communicate with each other. Okay. Don't okay. think so much. Just go don't, with this, it. Like, don't, nothing to see here. Move on. Okay, so the question the question is not translated in this next one. Oh, it's, yes, it is. Never mind. Do you have any plans? They changed the format. Do you have any plans to put stories or quests related to the Asm Step? Please look forward to it. Asm Step is one of those zones where I almost feel like we have to have more story. Absolutely. And no, I don't mean the beast beastman dailies because those did give us some insight into things no i want to see banging of horns banging of horns must happen that is yeah (laughs) all right uh question is there any way for us players to experience anything even if it's a side quest related to final fantasy 1.0 the answer is i think those 1.0 quests can only be enjoyed if you have been part of that world during that era it wouldn't be interesting if we just reenact that experience faithfully but we'll like be that. happy to sell you any of the items that came from but the we'll final we'll sell you quest don't just stone I'm, I'm i'm still crying about don't take my next year's the, ruby next year's the dalmor no! i'm calling it 
They took my they took my white ravens. All right. I'm upset. I, I am upset. I want to know the name of Astinian's brother and the name of Amaric's cat. It's a secret for now. They might appear in future quests, I think. Now, we didn't have Moogle Postman in Heavensward at all, did we? No. See, that's the kind of shit that I think is the reason we should have Moogle Quest. Exactly. I do, too. And I think there's room for that stuff. Um, I think that they could bring some... like. Do we we have Mont Blanc now for the Moogles, but I don't think we have uh, what's his name Stiltskin, the one yeah. that was the traveling Moogle from Final Fantasy IX that had the bring that Joker back and make him travel from land to land and picking up all of the knowledge of the people or post Moogles fine too I don't care either way but you can do this there's got somewhere in the lore you know that. Koji Fox is just dying to tell more stories. You and know I there's a three-ring binder somewhere full. Oh, for sure. With a giant section that says Heavensward and all the lore that is hint, maybe even hinted at, maybe not hinted at. You know, there's another binder named Stormblood, and there's probably another binder named whatever we do next, you know. Uh, what did we call it? Like a, a Barber Reborn. Whatever a Barber Reborn, yeah. is going to be. <laughs> It'll be fabulous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jandalin too. <laughs> Please make my 2.0 behemoth and primal ponies flying mount. They're gradually converting ground mounts into flying mounts, so they'll be able to fly one day. By the way, some of them look so stupid. I just, like that, people will hate this, but I'm one of those people who are like, I think there should be a couple of mounts that are only for the sea, a couple of mounts that are only for the land, a couple of mounts that are only for the sky. It just, I, I like specialness, I guess. But um, there's nothing that looks more ridiculous to me than that fucking T-Rex just walking through the sky. It doesn't have, <laughs> what was the latest one? There was another one that somebody's like, this thing just like walks through the air. It doesn't have a, it doesn't have a. Christ, I don't know. I don't know. There's, it doesn't even have like a glowy magical cloud to ride on or anything. <laughs> Excuse <Yes>. me. <laughs> All right. We would like to be able to double-click or click URLs in chat windows and immediately access the link without having to copy and paste. They're deliberately... So we can buy Gil real fast? Oh, my or God. What? They're deliberately not doing that due to PS4 hardware to prevent spam. I Honestly, I'm okay with them not putting this in the game. Me too. Because it would be real easy then to like post something that took you to a site that would like infect you with viruses and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it would like be an accidental thing. At least now, now I don't know about the PlayStation four, but on the PC, I can highlight and do control C and paste it into a browser. So I can still get to stuff. Otherwise, I don't know. Maybe this is just me, but a lot of us have discord, have line chat, have whatever Skype. A lot of us, we share our links on our, our, our free company websites, that kind of thing. All right. Taking screenshots under 10-minute limit after clearing a dungeon is too short. Oh, is that when you're recording something? I suppose so. Yeah, I don't... Taking screenshots under 10-minute limit after... Oh, no, I bet it's after you Kicking clear you the... Out. I bet it's after you clear the dungeon, you go, you go back and you want to take some screenshots. Uh, the answer is, we've been optimizing our servers lately, so the idea of extending the time limit is something we can actually look into. But, you know, so just so you can, like, run around and take pictures in an instance, 
we'll rerun the dungeon, I guess. But... Yeah, I guess so. They're optimizing the server, so let's waste some of this great server space that we freed up so you can run around the dungeon for 15 minutes instead of 10 minutes. I mean, I'm not trying to bitch, but it's like every little ounce of optimization they can squeeze from the servers could be more item slots, more glamour plates, uh, more mail well, slots, this would, whatever. This is specifically instant servers, so okay. you're going so basically, you're going to let someone hold up uh, an instant server slot for more time than 10 minutes. Now, I do use those 10 minutes sometimes. Like, if I do um, Hawk Manor, everybody leaves and no one went to check to see if there's the uh, that varnish. <laughs> I'll run over there and get the, get the varnish. I'll use my Good 10 call. minutes. Or if I watch them blow past some chests. I like to open every chest. I don't care if there's only die in there. But I don't think they should leave it open forever even though i'm one of the people who uses that 10 minutes and it's not like these dungeons are one-time things guys go queue up and do it again put it in party finder saying we're doing a slow rp walk through the dungeon lots of pictures go and i'm not even joking or trying to be mean there it really if, you, if that if your point is i want to take a bunch of screenshots and we always and even when we do hard content ruby at the end we like all right, it's our first clear of, you know, whatever. Stand in front of the chests, wave and smile and, and whatever. I don't know. That's cool, yes. Yeah. But 10 minutes should be enough, and if it's not, maybe just queue up again. I'd like to send mails to my character within the same account. This idea will be brought forward and see if we can do something about it. I managed to friend two other characters on my same account during one of the times the bug was still in. Do you know that one? Yeah, that was like, like yeah. what a few months back, something. It yeah. wasn't terribly long ago. But I don't. But I don't, here's the funny thing: is I don't do it. I I send my map like if I'm working on maps. Now, mind you, I can still carry around like ten maps right now, so you really don't need it for that anymore. But uh, but people who run alts, I could see where you'd want to like send them some crafting equipment and not want to put it in the uh, free company chest or something. I don't know. But uh, I bounce my mails off of other people. Ulf sends me his maps, and I send them back. But I couldn't see the idea of wanting to do this. I've wanted to do it. Obviously, I wouldn't have done the thing that let you do it if I didn't want to do it. I also think we should just share fucking houses by accounts or something. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things account-based I think could be expanded, and we would be happier for it. All right, what do you think of situations where selfish types jobs that don't utilize synergy with other members like Samurai Black Mage getting brushed aside from savage recruitments? Oh, this is a good question. Yeah. From a developer standpoint, we have adjusted the jobs to output high DPS due to the absence of utility. Rather, we think it would be hard for them to clear if they brush aside the possibility of having two jobs in their party, if we were to add synergy aspects on those jobs, we'll have to decrease their potency to make up for it, and we'll ri- risk streamlining the jobs, and they won't feel unique anymore. We'd like to remain the job's identity for game experiences here, so we won't immediately perform drastic adjustments for these jobs. For the next expansion, however, we maybe do something about it. Well, isn't there one job where, like... Somebody, you're like useless if you don't have someone with the piercing bonus or, aren't there like 
some meta compositions that are like, it's not even black mage. It's just, you need to have this job. So that job can perform. At well, its- I think it was something like, like ninjas, bards and dragoons work really well to, and I could be completely messing that up, but the, you know, something where the piercing debuff and the crit hits and all that, like dragoons crits helps the bard and the bard helps the, nin- the ninja helps the dragoon. And, um, you know, that's all well and good. And, and I think that is, it, it could potentially be, um, unbalanced in that respect. I do like the idea of um, job identity, though. I, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a that's a good thing for to for somebody to say like this is a high DPS job, and I like pushing the numbers because I can hit my buttons better mm-hmm. than some other black majors or some other samurais. It does bring a one sided effect that if you're a shitty black major, or a shitty samurai, and other people are looking for good samurais or black mages. You're going to stand out like a sore thumb, especially mm-hmm. if they're licking their finger and stick it in the air and they go, your number's lower than what I was expecting for those jobs. Mm-hmm. Whereas some jobs have that ambiguity, like Bard, I guess, where it would say like, well, I'm singing songs, so you're getting something, so mm-hmm. my DPS can be total shit, right? Right? And, <laughs> you know, I don't know if that's right either, but those those jobs can use that little bit of smoke screen. I'm buffing the rest of the party, right? And so I guess players that aren't very optimal can kind of get away with that because at least your Dragoon might get that boost or your, you know, somebody else in that group might get the boost that you're dishing out and will make up the difference in the damage. And so, you know, you're managed to clear mm-hmm. O5S by the skin of your teeth. Yay. Um, but I do like job identity. I do like – I think if you're a good black mage or a good samurai, you feel good about mm-hmm. hitting those numbers and pushing it really high. And and I guess with jobs like these, if you had a in-game DPS meter, I think the toxicity would be there. I think it's, we – Well – It's maybe, already yeah. there. It's, but, it's already there. Uh, but... It's already there because there's third-party apps that, you know, Yelta and I don't use at all. But um, – the, the, I don't know. It, it's a mixed bag for me. I see where they're going with this. I don't want them to make any major sweeping changes to make them generic. Um, but I do think that it would be nice if they had one little thing that helped, even if it was something on like a 90-second timer or something mm-hmm. that they could at least put in the opener and like say like, hey, I'm, I'm kicking I'm up helping, a I'm helping. I'm helping. Yeah. I think as long as anything in the game can be cleared with any combination of jobs with no duplicates, I don't think there's a problem, honestly. As long, you know, yes, black mages can't raise, but that's why when I'm learning something, I might run with a summoner, right? And then when I'm we're ready to farm, I might switch to black mage. But, you know, there's almost nothing in this game you need the complete and total meta best combination of jobs plus you know awesome players to clear i i i i really sometimes think this is overstated yeah you know people who are worried about this question well first of all if you're doing ultimate or whatever that yeah ultimate you're gonna just go level up whatever your group needs because that's what we did when we were even doing savage we're like oh this is the combination works better so yeah i'll i'll uh I'll I'll play whatever for it, but but Yelta even on that the quote unquote the meta wasn't even used in the in the group that got first clear of Uwu. No, 
Nope. No, absolutely. I know it's, I don't, I think it's overstated. I think people read this stuff on Reddit or whatever and they're like, oh, well, I can't play a monk because it brings nothing to the table. You know, that's, but it's bullshit because whatever content you're probably doing, you can probably monk the shit out of it and we'd be happy for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, though, I do like that they listen to the question. I love the idea of job, job uh, identity. That, but at that part of that's because I'm from 1.0, 1.0, where you just built the fucking mud classes because it was best in. Oh you know. my god! There's your 1.0 um, experience that everybody's wanting. Mm-hmm. Give them back stamina want, bars. Give everybody just cast the AOE fire spell. Put that on your bar, and we will just go out and mindlessly zerg a bunch of stuff. On Monk. Let me heal on my Thought Materish because it had the Conal and it had better mm. healing than the fucking Conjurer at the time. I, it was it was not. It was broken. If you weren't there, I, I loved it, but it was broken as fuck. I'm not going to argue. All right. Please remove the animation lock right after using a limit break. Limit breaks are supposed to be a last resort thing dealing extremely huge damage or being a support skill, so it's necessary to pay some price for this. I kind of agree with the answer. Yes, using yeah. the healer limit break has murdered me before. But even like the damage dealer one, and I've used that one a lot of times too, you have to... It, part of using the limit breaks properly is timing it properly and knowing that it has a long cast time. I'm I'm kind of in agreement with this. I don't think you should just be able to like use the healer limit break that heals every, brings up, raises all the dead, maxes out everybody's hit points... And if you cast it standing in an AOE, yes, you should die. I, I, I'm i in agreement only with 90% of that except for maybe the healer limit break. I wish it would give a very small temporary immunity to that healer. A very yeah. small temporary – because it, it seems could, like – It could do the you, same as like the raise immunity. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. The raise yeah. immunity on the one that casts it. I don't agree with that on a DPS because on a DPS, it's a strategic move that you should say, I need to use it at this time. If you're dumb enough to do it before an AOE hits – you shouldn't. You got to wait until that good moment to make that strike. I think that's it. the tank one is really like you're doing it anyway to defense the party, so that makes sense. And plus, the tank themselves is getting an increased defense when they do it. But the healer is completely vulnerable. And what happens? Ninety nine percent of the time, the healer that uses the limit break ends up dying unless it's you know something else. So. I just I wish that one healer got like a three second immunity. I'm not saying stand in AOE per se. I'm mm-hmm. just saying like usually some attack goes out. and most of the time when when the healer uses that anyway, if it's in prog, everybody ends up dying like three seconds later. Yeah, anyway. yeah, because people either are not paying attention or don't you know. But I get move. it. It's a sacrifice that has to be paid, and if it's something that they never change, then it's something that they never change, and we've been dealing with it all this time, and I don't think I don't think it's high on the priority list. I don't I don't really think it needs to change, but I, yeah, I'm with you, though. I, it would be kind of nice if the healer who cast it got a, a couple of seconds. Not off. the rest of the group. I don't want them to yeah. have it. No. Get out of the fucking AoE. <laughs> Alright, please create a cutscene where I wrap items into a package while sending something to my friend and while unwrapping the packages sent by my friend. Oh, it's already in their to-do list. And they might ah. be able to show it someday. I, I don't know why... I'm a stupid American, so maybe I don't understand why we need this uh, cutscene, but I know that uh, it could be kind of cool to watch somebody unwrap 
what you sent them or something. Yeah, it'd be cool if for like for an item, yeah, you could say make this a gift and then when you send it, it puts it in a box with a question mark, but it retains whatever the item is inside. Mm-hmm. That might be a server thing, like more item space or something like that. I would hate for them to have to make a mystery box for as a duplicate of every item in the game, which it sounds like it would be something that this game would have to do. We don't need more duplicate craziness. Uh-uh. No. Question, it'd be nice if we can have NPC partners other than the buddy Chocobo? And the answer is, I think it'd be nice if we could have our squadron NPC members useful on the field instead of their limited functionality and availability only for dungeons. Yeah, I can dig that. Sure. I, well, and I think they kind of answered this earlier, that they're not quite ready to go with you know Final Fantasy XI trusts yet. Right. And I think, But I think that's probably what the squadron eventually will be. They'll let us expand... I'm hoping eventually we can expand our barracks and I can have more squadron NPCs, even if I can only use certain ones at certain times. And yeah, I'd like a bench. Yeah. That'd be nice. Something yeah. else. Group W bench. Sure. I've got more Lalas that are not on the team. I got one sitting back that's like, I want to join your team. It's like, I want to have you. But I've got <laughs> eight Lalas any. already. <laughs> but I do like that they're thinking. And they've answered this question before, I think, because we've, we've, cause back in one point, whatever, we had our adventuring companion uh they've talked about maybe giving the magitech mount a buddy chocobo type of you know things i i prefer to play with other real people but once in a while it is kind of nice to play you know just kind of i i like to have my chocobo out all right are there any plans to increase the limit of players sharing a house the answer is do Due to server strain, this is as much as we can do right now. But once it's further optimized and given a chance, we'll increase it. What, how, what is it, four? Can you have, like, three additional people I right think now? think you're right. Something like that. Question. The weather at Lavender Beds is always raining. Isn't that a bit overdone here? And the answer is the weather in the area is adjusted to have the ratio of rainfall being high. So we'll be looking into the possibility, though, if we should lower it. All right. Sure. So. I kind of like the raininess, but I, we don't live in Gridania anymore. I live in Gridania, and it, and, it, and it does rain quite a bit, but it doesn't really bother me, so... You don't like it move. You don't like it. It's so pretty there, though. I did accidentally move to Shiragani one day, and that was awful. That was an expensive move back. Hmm. All right. Ooh, I, I might need to go pour a drink. <laughs> it's oh, FanFest 2018 Las Vegas. Mm. I, li- I like how this is worded, Ruby. We need to demand an answer from SE as to why the FanFest tickets didn't require the access codes. This this is a whole debacle. Ooh, this got salty quick on Twitter. Uh, I know we talked about this briefly in the um, in the uh, the first segment, the Let's Shoot the Shit segment, but what we didn't really go into is that as soon as Yelta and I got our tickets whether it was easy or hard for us, uh, there were a lot, a lot, a lot of people who did not and are very, very, very upset about not getting the tickets. So the rumor mills were flying. We've got a Reddit thread that is pretty lengthy, and I don't know that there's any screenshots in this one, but there were screenshots on Twitter floating around, and I think it's in the other FanFest debacle lodestone forum thread we bought tickets using uh, a site called uh, Showclicks, and Showclicks, uh, as the as the ticket seller, was used 
uh, I believe, for the 2016 one. So we've got experience with this uh, this outfit already, and I thought the 2016 was not terrible at all. 2016, I think, did have a, a small second wave of tickets. Um, I also think, though, that in 2016, I have seen reports that Paris's venue was slightly larger than the Rio's. I've seen conflicting reports, but I saw something with the numbers that showed like a ballroom at the Paris had 2,000 more slots uh, 2,000 more occupancy than FanFest. Now, I don't know how many tickets were actually sold. I don't know that they've released the number of, of tickets that were sold. Uh, the very first thing with show clicks was those that have been playing the game have a, a number. You were given an access code through your email, and Square Enix was very... Hey, if you're not getting this access code, you need to contact us. We reported on this last week and the week week before. If you don't have this code, get in your email. Contact. We need somebody. it. We were losing our minds. We're like, what if I didn't get the email? Well, yet? Is it in my promotions tag? Is it in my junk mail file? Did I whitelist it? Whatever. And um, they made this very seriously about the show show clicks having this having this access code. I, I believe we had this access code as well in 2016, and it went swimmingly. Those with the access code were able to get into it, and really what that is, it's a gatekeeper to keep scalpers and things off of it. But there were so many claims, and these are all alleged claims, but these are people that I know in the community, why why would they have a reason to lie, that said when they got on ShowClick's page at 12 o'clock PST, they were not required to put in a code. It went straight into the thing. Well, that's kind of spooky because if you can, mm. then some scalper can as well. Did yours make you put in your code? I did, yes. Mine did not make me put in a code? Yeah. I'm just saying. And that's that's the part that people – it only takes one event like that to give a, like a splinter in your mind that what, what really happened, what's happening behind the scenes. These, these scalpers have 50 tickets and now I'm left out of the cold and, and all this stuff. Now, a caveat to that is once you buy the tickets, they are quote-unquote non-transferable. I know you can buy tickets for your friends if you're you know, talking together and you're saying like, I'm going to buy four and let's put your name on it, let's put your name on it. I don't know how that works if some scalper buys it. So a word of warning, if you see a scalper selling these, I don't think that's legitimate. I don't think you can buy FanFest tickets for a scalper. Uh, we would definitely tell you, no, do not buy your tickets from a scalper. Mm. That's going to be your own personal decision if you decide you want to. But it says on here, FanFest website says tickets aren't resellable. Uh, but having that access code be not required opens the door up. And so once people started hearing that, then we get into these screenshots like I was referring to. If you knew the URL, you could skip the queue. So people were skipping the queue and the scalpers were doing that and they were buying it. Or, or, for example, if I got in and Yelta hadn't, I could shoot her the link and she could just jump mm-hmm. right into it and get it. Um, and people were saying confirmed. I think there was an anonymous source that said on 4chan, uh, said, uh, my bot got 20 tickets. That went better than expected. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. You oh, know, I, I missed some of that. It was coming from 4chan. So I think there's a lot of people who are just trolling at this point. But I... You know, I, I, I once you get the community worked up, everybody believes everything. And if you were the one who didn't get a ticket, you're hot and you're looking for somebody to blame. 
You're blaming mm-hmm. the, the reps who aren't answering any questions. You notice the reps went silent as soon oh, as yeah, this shit yeah. went up. Van didn't even respond until, what, 9.40 tonight, so after we started recording. I've seen them on their own personal stuff, like, talking, like, hey, the sky's blue today. and <laughs> Bayonne did at 9.40 our time, did say that they, uh, they, they, they're following up on reports that fan festivals... Tickets were sold out without users needing an access code. The ticket vendor explained they had to temporarily pause the access code requirement while they addressed a technical issue that was slowing down the site. During Mm -hmm. this brief period, a small number of tickets were purchased without an access code. We investigated those purchases and did not find any evidence of ineligible purchases. Please rest assured we have also seen comments on other issues with ticket sales shared by the community, such as claims of users purchasing more than their allotted amount of tickets, we have investigated those concerns and at this time have not found anything outside of the expected results. Should we discover any abnormalities, we will take the appropriate measures as necessary. They are humbled in, by the overwhelming response of those who want to come to the fan festival. They made more tickets available this year than ever before. Mm. And we understand the frustration of not being able to procure tickets. We wish we could accommodate everyone. And so we'll do our best to try and host even more of our passionate adventures in the future. So... There's so many things that could be going on right now. Did the computers get confused and a whole bunch of tickets are still sitting out there in limbo? Did scalpers get in there and buy up a bunch of tickets? Did did show clicks fuck up? You know, it's and I think I said it before we started recording. You know, the, these these conference halls are like servers. There's only so many slots, right? And we know that, but really. They know how many people are actively playing. I don't. They've they've done two other fan festivals. They, in theory, should be able to estimate a bit if they're saying they're selling more. They sold more tickets than ever before. I I'm expecting that when this live letter comes up in uh, six days, what have you, uh, we will probably hear something about this. And then I'm not trying to put false hope out, but if scalpers bought these, if there's illegitimate tickets sold, I would think there's some kind of checks and balances within show clicks that could nullify those tickets. And if Square Enix had enough tickets to sell, they would resell them. Um, there was a uh, let me let me go back to the Reddit to the demanding of an answer and the 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 um, sticky comment from uh, NA, which I think is uh, a really nice comment, is uh, let's keep ranting to this thread. Not trying to say don't be angry, but if you're going to be angry, try and stay rational. Show clicks is a fairly re- reliable site, or major conventions would not use them. Please don't spe- spread around rumors without proof of wrongdoing. People on 4chan obviously post things to get a rise out of people. ShowClicks typically does a cleanup of botted tickets, and there's a good chance there will be a second wave of those tickets released to the public. Keep an eye on Twitter for updates. Uh, I saw that today. I retweeted that message out. That doesn't say that there's actually going to be tickets that are going to be sold yeah. again. We don't know that. Um, uh 
and people are saying uh, it's SE system, yada, yada. So I'm not going to put anything out there that says, yes, they are definitely coming to uh, – they're definitely going to sell more tickets. But I don't want people to completely, completely lose hope. Uh, Yelton, did you ever buy any at the door? Did they sell some at the door I, one time? No. Do, so the first year of FanFest, uh, I, I did everything you were supposed to do and – sat in the queue or whatever it was at the time i can't remember uh, and tickets were sold out i was done i didn't get any and they released they they realized they had whatever system they were using then um like earmarked the tickets once you got into the window or something or whatever until you got through the purchasing or something and people had like multiple browser windows open and stuff is how I understood it. That it had like earmarked they sold so many tickets and they hadn't actually sold all of them. It was people with duplicate orders or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they came out a few days later and were like, Okay, this is phase two. If you didn't get your tickets, there are still some left and I was able to purchase those because I was just inconsolable at that time. Um but so I you know I don't know. I I would if if you didn't get your tickets be like me that first year. Go ahead and be sad, but watch the Twitter in the coming week. See if I, I'm I'm just I I'm broken and shook up for those people in our Discord Ruby that were like I didn't get tickets. There's a lot of content creators that didn't get tickets. There's a lot of high end raiders that their whole free company or their whole raid set was going to go, and only half or a few got tickets. There's girlfriends that got it and their boyfriends didn't. Um, there, there's so many different combinations of those that did get and those that did not get. And it is, it's mm-hmm. sad to watch this every year. It's scary. And then it's sad when you know you got and you want to be happy with those that also did get because there's quite a few people that got them mm-hmm. and you want to be. I later felt like shit that I posted. Woo, I'm done. I got my tickets. I mean, and I wanted. I felt bad. I did too. And I was tweeting a lot about it. And I told Cinna, I was like, I got to quit tweeting because people are going to get really upset that I keep, you know, like I tweeted out, hey, I got my my music and I can't wait for Soakin to sign this. And then I was like, God, I sound like a shithead that's bragging about being able to go but you know this is something i've been looking forward since they announced i didn't even think they were going to have one this year i thought they would skip this year and wait for a third year and uh we were just excited to even get the opportunity to um to get to do this yelta and i have been talking about this forever so mm-hmm. we kind of hyped we're hype we're hype and it's 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 fun to talk with other people who also were hype and they got their tickets, but it's just such a downer to see people that are prevalent in the community that do cool things, that um, beat raids and make guides and all that that aren't going. I, Yelta, I would almost say if you didn't get tickets and you're somebody that really wants to go, get your ass to Vegas and just show up. I mean, I, mm. I don't know. I can't tell you what will happen if you tried to go up to the door, but for Christ's sake, there's going to be... There's going to be at least your friends. I, I a lot of it, like the keynote and getting the shirt and walking around. I mean, that's that's a big deal. But then you've also got your friends and the the bar. I remember going to the roof of the Paris and going to the bar. Oh we, my god, it was so. We fun. had a hell of a time, and then room parties and stuff. And so there's just more to do. So if you had already like were open-minded about having a, a small vacation and you had already booked a hotel room and this didn't work out, I, I would say 
get your ass to Vegas, show up, and see what happens because there's going to be friends that are going to want to do stuff and, and, and everything. Uh, but like Yelta said, don't be completely devastated. You know, just just be on the lookout to see if there's any more messaging messages coming up. Because, well, two years ago, I was reading it. I, I didn't even look myself, but it it took 10 hours to sell out all the tickets last time. 10 hours for all the tickets to get sold out. So I, I got to feel like something's wrong. And I'm hoping that it's a show clicks problem and they will make it right i don't know mm. now you could have a situation for those that are uh like into vidcon and are youtubers and all that there's a uh there's a known youtuber named uh, tana monu something like that um i'm definitely not promoting her site but uh she uh, got mad at VidCon and made a big stink and wanted to throw her own convention on the same day that VidCon happened. And so her and whatever manager that she had or community plan or whatever decided that they were going to sell over 5,000 tickets to an, uh, to a Marriott Hotel ballroom that could only house 1,000 people. I'm sure five times the amount of people who wanted to be at FanFest would have loved to have bought tickets and shown up to this. But I was talking to Cinna about it while this was going down, and she felt like those uh, the halls in the Paris were crowded. She felt like that maybe there was a fire code issue or something at some point mm. because there was just a lot of people in the uh in the elevator shafts and it things. was very packed it was very packed i i liked the rio better now it's off the strip mm-hmm. but i liked the rio much better for the large i felt like the event rooms were huge there was a long hall that everybody long could line hallways. up in and i remember that being fun because we all had our 3ds's out as we were waiting to get in and uh, it was just fun to be in that line and everything. And then they had the outside area by the pool that they had kind of a – it was like an after-hours after party mm-hmm. kind of thing on the on the Thursday night where Paris had none of that. Paris was – we were cramped. It was It looked like a Y shape kind of. And we were all cramped around this little fountain and being told to line up against the walls. And people were sitting on the edge of the fountain. And then when the ballroom opened, they had it, they had us all snaked and packed like little rats mm-hmm. in this snaked line. And uh, I won't forget that uh, Joe, Joe Never Fails came up to me and he put his arm around me and he said, walk with me. And I started walking with him. Cinna followed me and we managed to kind of crawl our way up near the front or else I would have been stuck at the very end of that line at one point. I think this is right mm-hmm. when Cinna and I had – oh, we had just gotten engaged. So it was kind of a celebratory thing. People were coming up and congratulating us. Joe was already there and he was already had a presence at the front of the line. He put his arm around me and we walked to the front. But, I mean, that place was packed like rats. So um, I'm hoping to get engaged again at this one so I can bump up to the front no. of the line again. <laughs> no, I think this is going to be a much a much smoother experience because I really did like the Rio. The only thing I ever had a problem with at the Rio, we could not get a pizza at midnight one night. And I do not understand what the hell happened. No, I don't, I don't understand. We probably could have gotten a hooker. Yeah, I mean, I had two eight balls and a hooker. I was just, all I wanted was a damn pizza to eat after after all that, but... Uh, I don't know. I, otherwise, I think it's great. But I am sad, sad, sad for people who did not get this. There is a lot of bitching 
happening right now, and rightfully so. Uh, don't be toxic, though. I, this is almost like the Moogle Post thing, like where you may loathe an individual or a situation, but there are other individuals that do have nothing to do with this. You know, if you want to say something to Yoshida, put something in the official forums. He has to address this. He's going to have to say something about it. But I, I have a feeling it's going to be like kind of the same thing. Like, thank you for the overwhelming support. We plan on addressing the issues. If we find a discrepancy, we will address it. Keep your eyes open to the news. And, you know, the the reps will be given information as it goes. And that could be the end of it. That this really might be the end of it, but I, I don't want to just snuff out all hope. Just keep your eyes on the Twitter, keep your eyes on the official forums, keep your ears open to your friends and other community members, and uh, just kind of hope, see what happens. But go ahead and let yourself be mad a little bit. Be you mad. Know, you're, you're not you're you're not wrong to be mad. If if I hadn't gotten my tickets, this would be an entirely different tone, and I res- I respect people who didn't get their tickets and are angry. I'm angry there are people who I'm friends with in my free company who did not get tickets. There are other content creators who did not get tickets. And they, you know, and we're not talking they waited 2 days to try to get tickets. It was they they were like me hitting F5 at 2 minutes 2 for 3 minutes, you know. Fin- uh my god, I even I heard the tragic stuff. This happened to me the first year when I went to it. I got trigger happy and I clicked on like four tickets or one ticket and I meant to buy two or I clicked on two tickets and I meant to buy one or something like that. And then I was like, oh shit, you can't go backwards. Once you type in the number of mm-hmm. tickets you want and you move forward, you can't go back. So I heard we had a friend that she had four and then wanted only three and then hit the back button and boop, you're out of the queue. You're done. Sold out at that point. People who got the sold out message, if they hit refresh, it suddenly populated back with tickets. Probably because other people got kicked out and then those tickets became available. Again, Cinna and I were probably neck and neck. I was putting in the credit card information when hers popped up and when she clicked the button, it said sold out on her screen. And mine started churning for four minutes Mm -hmm. and uh, scared me half to death. Uh, one thing also that uh, I'm seeing in this uh, in this post on the forums is, uh, you know, they have the tickets for those that uh, are in Japan that wanted to fly over with the Nippon Travel Agency. We reported about this a couple of weeks back that they wanted to have a uh, a set of tickets for mm. those Japanese players that wanted to come across and make like a vacation package out of it. So, are they reserving those tickets for people? Is there going to be a thing where like if those aren't bought in a certain time that they're going to have a reserve of tickets available that maybe they held back 50 tickets for that and then they decide, well... Again, I'm not trying to give hope where there may be no hope, but I don't want to snuff out hope if there could be a chance where they said, we held back a number of tickets, we're going to open this up again, this is your last chance, but we didn't sell as many tickets for this travel plan for the Japanese as we thought. Mm-hmm. We're going to release X number of tickets. They probably won't tell us how many, but we're going to release tickets again, be here at this time, and good luck to you, you know? I don't know. Well, And that, and that is how I got my tickets to the first Fan Fest, is some more went up for sale. So I just... Just, just watch out for it. I'm, I am, I'm, I'm just so scared that people. I'm really hoping some people will like. Oh, we do have more tickets. Ha ha. Yeah, I, 
but I'm not holding my. I breath. put on the uh, GT. We we said we mentioned we had fan tweets. So uh, on the on the Gather Together Twitter account at GTFFXIV. If you're not already following, come follow us. Uh, but I asked, uh, did you get your t- your tickets? Shall tell us your experience. Um, Nariko Star got hers as she was. Um, she's the one that did the scratch off tickets. Uh, at the last mm. one, um, so yes. she does plan on doing that again. She will be passing out the uh, the scratch offs again, so that's going to be fun. Also, she has a a son named Alexander, and our son Alexander will be there. So Cinna mm. wants the two Alexanders to meet and have, cause a rift in time or something. Um, uh, Tabs Moonless Sonata says uh, I did, but God, that was stressful. It'd be nice if we were at least told our position in queue instead of Will I make it? Will I not? And sadly, one of the people I was planning on going with did not get his tickets. Sad face. Uh, Niwar says I did. It was stressful. Now it's all about waiting to be told how the queue for merchandise will be worse. At least there's no lore books at this one, right? Oh, uh, Neobari, we saw him at the last one. Uh, he said, "I'm hearing a lot of uh, a lot of that. A few did, many didn't. I got one, but friends I was hoping to meet didn't. So yeah, it's not a good feeling right now." Uh, Sherry Lunar says, "Mobile site never updated their buy tickets button. Waited in queue only to see all tickets were reserved till they were sold out." Uh, our friend Freckled Korean uh, said, nope, spent 30 minutes in queue to be told tickets were sold out. My whole alliance wiped, crying face. Uh, and her husband is uh, Joshimitsu of uh, Sequence Break 14 fame. And I think he had a uh, a costume ready to go. He was going to do uh, Gosetsu. And I think he said he scrapped oh. that project because uh, they don't plan on going now. We'll see. Uh, Shuri, Summoner Shuri says, refresh the page right at noon. Got through the queue at 1221 and only had one ticket available for purchase. Fortunately, a friend got two, so we're going. Seems like a, uh, seems just like a terrible system, though. Feels bad, man. See you guys there. Uh, Sarcastic Cat says, super stressful watching the arrow spin. Managed to get two tickets but waited on pins and needles to see if friends got through. Uh, Sarith Vastine says, absolutely terrifying. Uh, Soul Fitness, Jay Sullivan says, I was in the queue on the dot and did not make it feel so bad. Uh, Tribrissel says, got mine and really didn't have an issue other than stress. Wish the hotel room block had not sold out. Ouch, my wallet, it hurts. Crying gif. Uh, and then we've got Hirsch Nefersh. I didn't get my tickets. FanFest was the only thing I have to look forward to in my life. And scalpers and people glitching through the queue and not having to enter their access code ran off with all my hopes and dreams. I may seem a bit dramatic because I am salty and heartbroken. Uh, Danny the Moogle says... Waited on the site, was out in the virtual line when the t- uh, when the line finally popped up. It stated everything was sold out. It's very disheartening given how horrible this was implemented and with how many years I've given to this game. Final Fantasy XI's FanFest tickets were by far easier to get. <clears throat> a lot of people, a lot of people upset at uh, this situation and uh, 
again, our condolences from Gather Together to you, to you who weren't there. The, the other light at the end of this is the streams are free. There is no force of having to purchase the stream. Uh, and you can buy the items now. Uh, through the Mog Station. They still haven't revealed to us what the uh, the, the minions are going to be yet. We know the motorcycle, Yelta's favorite mount, is going to be available. And um, so, you know, there, there's some light there. You'll be able to see the stuff. The keynote won't be shown and the concerts won't be shown. Um, and I think it's the keynote that most people will want. Um, I can assure you that gathered together, we're going to bring what little equipment we can carry uh, and uh, we will get our game plan together to have some sort of presence every night uh, where we either put something out on Twitch and do a five to ten minute something. I know we were able to do that the first year, and I think in conjunction with um, Phoenix Down Radio, mm-hmm. um, where uh, we were on their Twitch stream. So Phoenix Down, if you're interested, I'd love to do something else with you. Yelta and I would. Um, but, uh, we will get information as it comes. We're good on the tweets. We will be putting all that keynote stuff out there. A lot of good outlets will be there doing that. And, uh, you know, we promise to bring you our best from the floor room there. Um, so you don't miss uh, a beat when you're there. So while we're there, there's always so many good community Content creators and just community oh out there God, tweeting yes. and posting and, and you know, Reddit's going to, ha- you know, Reddit's going to have a long thread of here's everything as it goes, right? You know, I know when they showed the opening movie and we all thought it was a dancer, <laughs> that was on Twitter two seconds after that picture showed up, you know, so you're, I don't want to say you're not missing anything because you're missing, you would be missing things, but uh, the, the, the actual keynote is going to be covered. People are going to, you know, people are going to cover it. You're going to have the information in your sweaty little palms. You're going to have our reactions to it in your sweaty little palms, ASAP, you know, and I don't know. I guess I know it's kind of the booby prize if you can't go, but uh, I don't know. We may have to, we may have to throw a party or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you we'll go, be drinking yeah, for so. sure. We'll be drinking. That won't be any different than any other night. But <laughs> all right, just just oh, breathe and watch the uh, the the Twitter and stuff. I'm just now seeing another post that that people mm-hmm. are getting emails that are saying something oh. very similar to there is an investigation in place, and people are saying that they they've mentioned it or they've they're calling the ticket sales as pre-sales i think people may be reading in in the lines a little bit but uh it sounds to me like not everybody has lost hope just yet so fingers crossed fingers crossed okay fingers crossed hopefully something can be done and we can get some more people who want to go to go some legitimate players to go all right let's see Let's do uh, a reminder. Uh, the letter from the producer live, part 45, is set for July 16th. So that's coming up. That's going to be at 2 a.m. PDT. That's 4 a.m. on a Monday morning. Probably won't be there. But letter, this is going to be the 4.4 preview part one. We already covered this. Just as a reminder because it is six days away at this point. So uh, they're gonna. it's going to be on YouTube, Nico Nico, Twitch, 
Uh, we're going to have a special guest, the uh, Monster Hunter World Dude, Executive Director and Art Director, Kaname Fujikoa and uh, Yuya Tukuda, about the collaboration announced at E3. I'm, Ruby, i got to tell you, I'm actually pretty excited about this collaboration. I see that uh, Monster Hunter World has gone up on the Steam page for PCs. I've not really played a Monster Hunter game, but I I think I'm I may just buy that bad boy. I don't know. Oh shoot! I just mm-hmm. saw this. I may be out of pocket on Tuesday. Octopath Traveler comes out that day. Oh, oh my gosh! So much stuff <laughs> is coming. So many games, so little time. All right, uh, they're going to. The updates are no longer threat. Okay, they just are reminding us too, though, that they're not doing the threads anymore on the forum. They're they're still doing this Twitter thing during the broadcast. Sorry, guys. I love you, but bleh. watch Reddit. They'll they'll have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What's on tap? Developers blog and tracker. We do have one. I'm very sad. Mine hasn't arrived yet. And one of our free company mates, their dog, already ate it. <laughs> Songs from the storm. Greetings, warriors of light. The melodies of revolution kept us going through our adventures as we set off to liberate Alamiga and Doma from the grip of the Garland Empire. Long story short, the Stormblood's OST is out, and there is an adorable Tsukuyomi minion. Oh, it's going Suki. to be a long night. <laughs> That makes me smile every time she says that when I go farm mm-hmm. it. So That's such a loaded phrase for her. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm. I so, do, okay, just real quick on that. Uh-huh. I do like that they explored a darker storyline with her. I like that they, honestly, they talked about her being raped. They talked about her being a lady sold, of the night, sold yeah. into the sexual slavery uh, it's dark, uh, but I think it was done tastefully. And uh, this game is not just you know Aphelion trying to get all the the warriors, the Crystal Warriors together. And let's say I, we're done with that happy shit. I, I like the darkness that that they explored in that storyline. Well, in her fight, that ad phase, every time it's like you read the little chat bubbles and you're like ah. Oh, man. It, it was just one of those anti-heroes that you were just like, stab the shit out of those people. Stab the shit out of your brother. Kill these people. They did you wrong. Mm-hmm. And now let me kill you. <laughs> well, she needed defeating. Free you from your misery. How about that? <laughs> uh, but she got her. She got hers in the end, though. She also got to take it out on someone else in the end so that oh was my good. god beautiful it was um good. i will also say that uh you know they mentioned here in this blog post about the primal stuff um i got my primal cd as well today as the Stormblood, and uh those primals like i know a lot of that music is already on duality and on um whatever the other one was uh i forget the name of the other album Aerosine from dust till Symphony? dawn or something like oh, that for dust or dawn. yes yes something I like that, that. i don't um, know but uh, there's a couple of songs, and one that I played, I think it was, um, maybe it was Locus. It was the Forward and Back song, whatever the name of that mm-hmm. one is. I played that, and I don't think we've heard that previously on a Primals album. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Santa was next to me. And she goes, oh, my God, I feel so happy listening to that. What song is that? <laughs> she was like, this song makes me very happy, whatever they're playing, whatever this is. And then it's like forward and back. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is a happy song. All right. This is a good one. So yeah. if nothing else, uh, if you if you haven't picked up the Primals album, I'd say just pick that sucker up, too, because that was fun. You're not going to get a Minion, but that that's a fun little album. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I bought... I bought that one because I liked it, not because I needed a minion. I, I do buy a lot of things because of the minions, but I also like to support my, uh, my, you know, the game makers, the music makers, everything. Love you, Sokin. Love you, Sokin. Oh, my goodness. I haven't gotten mine yet. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I didn't even see an email. I know I ordered this the thing. scalpers got them. Oh, my God, the you scalpers. got bumped out of the queue. <laughs> oh, shit, too soon. Too, too soon. soon. I'm like, that just, I, that hurts, man. That hurts. All right, we have some developers tracker. Forum post character limit is increased. <laughs> this is an old, old problem. <laughs> so. I was laughing because I just, I can't believe they finally addressed this. Uh, I've honestly almost stopped going to the forums completely, but uh, yeah, greetings. You've all been asking, and we're happy to share. The character limit for forum posts has been increased to 3,000 characters, so yay. Now, do they still have that thing, though, where if the first time you post, you can only post a certain amount, but then if you go edit your post, you can post more? You can still do that, but a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't know that, and then they put a bunch of posts, and then they have to delete those because Mm -hmm. the deleted ones don't fall off, and then they go back and they edit their original post, and it's gross. Yeah, and then the first responses are like, this is great, but... The default setting on other things was a VB. That's the first reward is six thousand. You know, you know, three K instead of one K. Why don't we go bigger? You know, I don't know. Well, thank you. That's better than nothing, at least. Oh, or base yeah. it on how long you've had the account. You know, just or so something. if you're worried that somebody's going to come in and put like ASCII Moogle porn for a whole mm-hmm. page or something, then. You know, make them play for a few years. Some of us have had accounts since, well, the original site back mm-hmm. when it was 2010, but then they revamped it. And so when was that, 2013? Yeah, August 2013. So, yeah. Well, now mind you, there's some people losing their fucking minds for 3,000 characters is actually, I don't know, if you can't get your message across, it's not like we're writing fan fiction in our blog or in our forum posts. I don't know. I think you should be able to, if, if it's over 3,000 characters, you should be able to, um, you know, cut it down a little bit. All right, announcing the winners of the As Good As Gold. Guess what I didn't do, by the way? Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. All right, we have a whole bunch of winners, and there's a lot. Congratulations to all of them. I, yeah. I'm going to go, I'm gonna, I, haven't, I haven't looked at any of these yet. Yeah, I haven't looked at any of these either. I clicked on the first one, and she's riding one of these uh, green guys with the mm, thing on the head, yep. the corporal, cor- I don't cor- know what they are. Cocoparopu cor- or whatever cor- 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 they're, cor- yeah. And it, it's cute. Some, some of these are cute. <laughs> some of them are, okay. I took screenshots. I just forgot to do I this. Probably, I just didn't even remember. A screenshot contest is a fun thing to to have, though, you know, because you use it's basically just like you're already taking screenshots. They've given us the ability to do G pose and do a whole bunch of things, and you know, I don't know, it's cool. 
Battle on the Big Bridge Part 2. That's funny. He put the, uh, was it Kafakur in the basement of their house and put made it look like a bridge with treasure chests. <laughs> the, the clever, I like when they appreciate cleverness. Oh, oh this guy did win. Okay, good, because I was like, I'm just scrolling through and there's a Lalafell named Shoru that's got the turkey hat on and then is surrounded by tur- he's like a turkey mage <laughs> this is this is freaking cool looking and uh i scrolled down and i saw that they uh they won i just linked that oh, okay. if you want to look at the turkey mage yeah, okay. here. i have to see it now that that's just now. that's just hilarious <laughs> to me. oh my god I love oh it. my god I hope he enjoys his noble barding because, and his staff is even like one that looks like yeah, it sage looks like or cranberries, right? <laughs> it's oh like it's God. the Thanksgiving mage. Oh, that hat is crazy, by the way. It I've is. almost bought it like three times, and I'm like, but I would never use it. But apparently, somebody found a reason to use it. Adorable. Oh, oh my goodness! So much, cra- so many people love the uh, uh, that the large green. P. I love that mount. I know Kohedi and I both love that mount. Oh, Lalafels and stockings, apparently. Got some, got some love, too. Oh, boy. Very, very nice. Congratulations to the winners, and please add more prizes next time. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't bother entering. All right. Thread, the State of the Feast, collaborated 4.3 feedback from Aether, Primal, and Chaos. Ruby, I have no idea what this is. Uh, this Briefly, this is uh, a lot of people from those three servers, now that we're getting that, um, now that the Feast is really kind of kicked up, because I guess that's what your only other way to get FanFest tickets, is to... Uh, to there win the feast go, competition, go the feast. yeah. So, so if you didn't get FanFest tickets, go go make a feast group. And I've already heard some bitching about that that they changed some stuff and like certain certain European or maybe it depends on the country you're from couldn't participate in this one and they didn't know and so they're kind of salty and people. I don't know, man. I I, I, I couldn't tell you exactly what everything's wrong, but people were people were letting it be known, but things are wrong, but. This is a brief post about changes that could make PvP in the Feast more entertaining, exciting, or just better in general. And the long story short is they're listening. Uh, this is Kaposhipi says, uh, Good morning, everyone. Thanks for the feedback. Apply- apologies for not replying sooner. Uh, just want to say thank you for the feedback. It's valuable. We've escalated these things to the devs. Uh they don't guarantee your suggestions will be implemented in the game later, but it helps the community, or sorry, it helps the devs understand the community better about improving the feast as they move forward. And that's really it. So, I, you know, I have heard the bitching of how they dumbed it down and then it's not as fun anymore. Um, you know, I mentioned Joe Never Fails. He doesn't do this stuff anymore. I don't think it's his cup of tea anymore since they've made those sweeping changes come Stormblood. And um, I hope that they make PvP interesting again. Uh, and I don't know how they're going to do that. Maybe because it felt like they wiped everything away and then they were going to slowly implement things back to it. But then they just kind of stopped implementing new abilities. They just kind of tweaked the ones they already had. 
And uh, I lost the appeal for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So um, I hope those that are having issues in the fees, and it's not just abilities. It has to do with, like, uh, for example, uh, making respawns occur at the player's base again was a good change. However, we feel the respawn timer is too long. So it's it's things that have to do with the light medals, respawning, um, uh, the maps Oh, yeah, because you kind of get, like, punished for winning with the medals. Mm -hmm. Right? That's right. So anyway, if you if you're interested, the thread is called "State of the Feast Collaborated 4.3 Feedback from Aether, Primal, and Chaos." That is on the official forum, so go check that out. And if you've got any suggestions, uh, feel free to post it there because the devs want to hear. All right, let's take some shots. the uh, The Moogle Post drama has not really died down we in thought fact, it, kinda, it was over it kind of it kind of it kind of feels like it refreshes every couple days there's some new thing that happens or some new story that comes out or some new decision that's made and uh, mm. i i don't even know what to do with it but uh there there was a discord message that went out pretty publicly right yeah this one is uh as of today uh we reported on our last episode that uh, the Moogle post is kind of split in two different directions. There were those that wanted to keep the name the Moogle post and uh, without Old Bear wanted to continue to work on that project. Um, they felt like they built a good thing and they don't want to lose it. Um, and then there were those that said, no, we can't go on with this name. So uh, that's where uh, Project Chocobo comes in. Um and they created their own Discord. So this was released on the Discord today. I think this was on the Moogle Post Discord. And uh, I'll just read it here verbatim. It says, uh, this is from King, uh, who had been uh, a spokesperson for the Moogle Post during, uh, during this time, uh, during the turmoil. Uh, at everyone, since I last replied here, I've spoken with the current staff in detail about the Moogle Post future and our relationship with Old Bear. The staff feels that having him on board as a consultant to help produce the magazine is a reasonable choice, and they are comfortable with that idea. They are comfortable with it. I did not misspeak. They are comfortable with the idea of having Old Bear continue to be a consultant for the Moogle Post. Continuing. When I spoke, speaking of King, when I spoke the other day saying that I was sticking to my initial statement of keeping the Moogle post completely detached from Old Bear and Anonymous Jane, I meant it, and I still feel that's the best course of action at this time. However, since then, the staff and generally anyone who supports the Moogle post has been under attack and it's reached a point where the remaining members just want to do what they signed up for, make a damn magazine for fun and for people who want to read it. So in order to facilitate that, two things are happening. The first is we're closing this Discord server. So the the Moogle Post, the new Moogle Post Discord server... Yeah, I, noticed, I noticed it disappeared. Yeah. ...is gone. So when we reported that there were two new Discord servers, as of today, July the 10th, they have closed down the Moogle Post server. Continuing... Uh, Communicating with readers is important, but with all the noise surrounding TMP and the harassment people receive for supporting us, the staff feels like it'll be easier for them to produce content and for you to enjoy it without the distraction of a community tearing itself apart. 
or being randomly infiltrated for whatever reason. That's reason one. Uh, second thing is King will no longer be, will no longer be a part of the Moogle Post. I will be leaving Moogle Post. It became clear to me that attempting to keep the magazine separate from Old Bear and Anonymous Jane's story would eventually mean having to poke and prod at the team somehow to verify they aren't talking to someone who they consider a friend. Frankly, I'm not about that life. In the interest of easing any speculation, the main reason for my departure is that I disagree that it's wise to associate the magazine with Old Bear at this time. The team is is okay with it. I'm not, and I choose to step away. Um, and there's a little bit more on here about um, uh, operating the Moogle Post without the edi- uh, the editor in chief, uh, and that the Moogle Post will still consider to make content, uh, and that that server would die relatively quickly. Uh, I think within 30 minutes to an hour of that post going out, the server. The Discord server was done, gone. So um, again, I'm not here to uh, sway anybody's opinions, but if you want me to read in bold, um, the Moogle post, the current iteration of the Moogle post, is flat out saying that they are continuing a relationship with Old Bear as a consultant, um, and that is their best course of action for them. They feel that way, um, and uh, they are... They are not wanting to hear from the outside community about it or uh, or others in Discord. They want to they want to say, "Hey, we don't need to hear the noise. We're just going to continue uh, doing our thing." So you make up your mind as a listener of ours, and uh, if you follow the Moogle post or if you're following the situation, um, make up your own mind. Uh, I, in particular. I don't I don't like when people put their fingers in their ears and go la 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 la. That's just I me. I can't hear you. No, see I couldn't do it either. I If if maybe if Old Bear had been completely just disassociated with the project completely, I maybe could have gone back to enjoying the Moogle post, but they're like, "Oh, well, he, he probably did some shitty stuff, but I can just look past that because of his, you know, his his work, and it's like, well, no, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, and I I think another takeaway is exactly what we talked about last week. Obviously, King, I don't know King, uh, but obviously King was trying to be a mouthpiece about what changes were happening, uh, and King feels that they no longer want to be a part of something that is consulting with Old Bear, so. Again, this is another example of just because they do something for the Moogle Post, just because they made a guide or because they worked on the Moogle Post, don't go shit on these people. Please no, do not. Please no. do not attack these people. Just like we said, don't go attacking the reps over the FanFest tickets. Don't go attacking people um, that 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 did good work for the Moogle Post or on the Moogle Post. Uh, continue to support content creators that you know and you love. Uh, and in fact, we got a nice uh, comment from Dylan Thorne who uh, said, I've listened to your latest podcast, which was the previous episode. Uh, he says, thank you for what you said regarding people who had contributed to the Mogul Post as writers or content creators. Uh, we stand behind that remark. Uh, please don't 
please don't attack or, or harass people who have uh, uh, done good work. They will continue to do good work, whether it's under the Moogle Post banner or Project Chocobo or on their own or with some other outfit. Continue to support content creators that you know and love. All right. I think, did, did we cover everything from our happy hour already? I think you, you talked about the FanFest tweets. Yeah. You covered Dylan Thorne's uh, message. I don't know. It's I just think it's it's sad and gross that we have to deal with this kind of stuff in our Final Fantasy fourteen community. But you know, people are people and they're imperfect. Human. Alright, last call. I don't have any shout outs. I, I swear to God I was gonna come up with a shout out for this week. I'll try to come up for uh, yeah, here. Week. I'm gonna make one up because I, yeah. I just saw this today. where's our where's our boys at the Crucible? I think they got a, they got another episode <gasps> yes, out. Yes, yes, I saw the tweet. I think it was a tweet. It was a tweet. Their Crucible number 21 is out. Let me click on this bad boy because it got my attention. Crucible readers voted. You won't believe who won. Sexiest Primal. I like this one on the left. Jenga, life-ruining tourist trap. And then it's got a picture of... uh, of a here female pointing at the uh, heaven on high tower far eastern ploy for your gill how to stop the vermin infestation elephants in your home and your walls in your bed in your clothes uh the the guys at the crucible are fucking hilarious hilarious oh my god and they're also and you can find them let's see they're at the crucible ff xiv.tumblr.com they're also going to be doing something soon saturday july 14th from 4 to 8 p.m central they're teaming up with uh maelstrom radio uh this is called live stream abuse is not a game join the crucible and maelstrom radio as we stream our race to the top of heaven on high saturday july 14th 4 to 8 p.m central all donations support cybersmile.org uh, and that's at www.justgiving.com slash fundraising slash FFXIV life stream, L I F E stream. Um, they're doing good work. They, uh, they're collecting these donations. Uh, the crucible and two lucky teammates, any takers will be attempting to climb as high as we can through heaven on high this coming Saturday. And we're racing maelstrom radio, giving that we're scrubs and it's a hundred floors. There's no way in hell we're going to reach floor 100. But maybe we will. Uh, they're taking pledges either in the form of direct donations or um, per floor pledges. All donations, again, will go directly to cybersmile.org, a nonprofit devoted to solving the widespread problem of cyberbullying and abuse. Uh, they have been very vocal about their dislike of these uh, these abuse allegations that have been going around, and I think that this, this kind of stems off of it. Uh, and to be honest, Maelstrom Radio has also been vocal about it. So uh, go support them. If you fucking hate abusers, if you fucking hate abusers and you want to support some, uh, some cool-ass dudes that are funny as fuck, uh, go check this out. See, I got a shout-out, Yelta. Where was yours? Thank you for covering my ass. You got it. <laughs> You got it. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, I think I think that's about it. Then it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. 
email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.